listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. Today is November 11th, 2022, and for this week's episode, I'm going to talk about a couple backlist titles related to the week's new releases. So hello! It's November 11th! It's Veterans Day! It's Kurt Vonnegut's birthday! It's my cat's birthday, Malay, who was named after Edna St. Vincent Malay. All of those things have the letter V in them. Actually, they probably have a lot of the same letters in them, but V really stands out to me. So hi, we're going to talk about some books today. It's very exciting. I have a couple of backlist titles I can't wait to tell you about. But before we do that, we are going to hear from a sponsor. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. All right, so my first pick for today is related to one of the week's new releases. If you listen to all the books this week, you know that I talked about Even Though I Knew the End by C.L. Polk, which I loved, 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 loved. Just amazing historical noir fantasy. So good. Uh, But Polk actually started off with a series called The Kingston Cycle, the first of which is called Witchmark. This is a queer historical fantasy set in a sort of alternative Edwardian England. It's not like really Edwardian England, but that's kind of what it seems like, so we're just going to go with it. It's about a man named Miles Singer. He is the doctor at a veteran's hospital. Uh, Years ago, he went to war. Uh, He now has PTSD. He faked his own death, uh, for reasons that I'll explain in a minute, and now he's just kind of hiding out at this hospital, leading this quiet life, helping who he can, and trying to work through his trauma. Miles also has powers. He has a special ability to heal people. Now, you would think that would be great, but actually, in these times, it's considered being a witch, and being a witch can get you locked up. He's also faked his death to escape his family, who know about his powers and wish to exploit them. Then one day, a patient comes into the hospital, he's rushed into the hospital, he's dying, And before he dies, he exposes Miles' secret, like, to those around him. And Miles is like, oh, my goodness, how did this man know who I am or what I can do? Uh, And the patient dies, and it's obvious that he was murdered. So now Miles must figure out who murdered this man, because hopefully that will lead him back to how he knew Miles was a witch. This also means he's going to have to get in contact with his horrible family, which he is not looking forward to. But there is a silver lining to this because helping him figure out this mystery is a devastatingly handsome man. Miles thinks that he's really annoying, but he kind of grows on him and there's going to be romance and sexy times. It's just a fun fantasy about escaping your past, found family and romance, and as well as a serious exploration of trauma. Like I said, this is the first in the Kingston Cycle Trilogy. I do want to give content warnings for homophobia, mentions of war and injury, trauma, mental illness, suicide, murder, and death. This is Witchmark by C.L. Polk. And because we are now in November and it is nonfiction November, which I don't actually know 
when that started being called that, but I'm going to take it and run with it. I was thinking about my favorite nonfiction book of the last 10 years, and I know I've talked about it before, but I just have to mention it again because I really feel like there's so many more people out there who are not aware of this book. It's The Skies Belong to Us, Love and Terror in the Golden Age of Hijacking by Brendan I. Kerner. This is the story of Roger Holder and Kathy Kirkow, who in 1972 hijacked a plane and escaped with half a million dollars, which remains the longest distance hijacking in American history. Their story is fascinating. How they met, how it all unfolds, how they got away, just fascinating. But interspersed between the chapters about these two is the history of hijacking and air travel. What a lot of people don't realize is that hijacking was not a thing when airplanes were first invented, you know, passenger planes. Uh, It didn't really become a thing until it was used as a tool of protest in the 1960s. People protesting the Vietnam War or just looking to leave America so they didn't have to go to war would hijack a plane and 99% of the time take it to Cuba. Cuba, because Cuba was like, hey, you want to leave your country? Come here. It's wonderful. It's warm. It's great. It'll be a good time. And then these people would hijack a plane, get it flown to Cuba. Uh, Cuba would keep the plane, send the pilots back, send the, send the staff back, uh, and imprison the hijacker. And, you know, they usually died working in the, I think, I think it was like the sugarcane fields or something. It was not the good time that they were told. And this happened a lot, mostly because there was no security on planes. There was no security, there were no bag checks, and it got to the point where hijackings became so common. They were happening so frequently that Richard Nixon actually gave a presidential address about it on national television because it was too much. And so airports were like, okay, we have to do something about this. Uh, you know, they, they put up metal detectors. They said, you know, you're going to have to show us what's in your bags and your pockets because this is what's happening. Um, and here's a list of things that you can no longer bring on planes. And people started showing up at airports and being like, oh, I can't take my gun. I can't take my knife. I can't take all these things. Uh, And custodians were emptying trash cans at the end of the night that contained several of these things each night because people were like, well, I guess, you know, I'm just going to throw it out because I don't want to go home and return it. Uh, Just like garbage bags with really awful, weird things in them. Uh, And, you know, then someone said, I don't want a journey. I want some money. And that changed the hijacking game. And once the word that got out that they would give you money to not take the plane or to, you know, get away, people started demanding money every time. It's so fascinating. I'm just going to let you read it for yourself because I don't want to keep telling you everything that happens. But this was my ultimate, hey, did you know, book for me. The whole time I was reading it, everyone around me, people on the internet, I kept going, hey, did you know that this happened? Hey, did you know that the cook, the guy who played the cook on Bonanza was injured in a hijacking attempt? Like, just all these wild facts that you would never think about. It remains the most fascinating thing I've read, you know, in the last several years. I just, I love it so much. I know at one point it was going to be made into like an HBO series, and that didn't happen. I'm holding out hope that it will eventually get picked up because just full of amazing things. And that is The Skies Belong to Us, Love and Terror in the Golden Age of Hijacking by Brendan I. Kerner. And for Dealer's Choice today, I just want to mention that after I finish recording this, I'm going to go read Some Shall Break by Ellie Marnie, which is the sequel to the YA novel that I loved a couple of years ago, None Shall Sleep, 
which I call Baby Silence of the Lambs because it's really what it is. It's about, it's set in the early 1980s and it's about these two teenagers who get hired to work for the FBI to go interrogate a serial killer in prison who is also a teenager. It's Baby Silence of the Lambs, but it's so well done and so fun and I can't wait to find out what happens next. Uh, So I'm looking forward to that. And that is it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you to our sponsor. Thank you to our awesome audio editor, Jen Zink. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever it is that you download your podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Instagram at Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday to tell you about more of the week's great new releases. And for more recs or general bookishness, check out bookriot.com. And don't forget to check out our full stable of podcasts at bookriot.com slash listen, or just search Book Riot on your podcast player of choice. In the meantime, have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>